episode number 130. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So I am feeling much better since last week when I was getting over a cold, which if you listened to last week's episode, you heard exactly how I was feeling. Thank you to those of you who reached out to me to suggest that I try this or I try that. Apparently, your suggestions helped as I'm feeling totally back to myself. So I'm writing my next book, for those of you who may not know, and I have an online group that I'm leading as well as a local group in my home community where I am not only teaching this new method for basically how to avoid getting stuck from places where you got stuck in the past, but I'm actually learning alongside everyone who is participating fully in these groups. And I just have to say, it's an amazing experience. And I feel so grateful and so honored to be doing this work in the world and to be learning and growing alongside each of you every single day. Sometimes I'm just speechless when I take a stop and recognize what's really going on all around me. Thank you to those of you who are on this journey with me. And I have other exciting things going on as well, which I will share with you in time. But for now, I'll go right to my story for this week. So if you are a longtime listener, you will know that my journey with getting unstuck started out with blogging. I was blogging weekly and sharing my stuck spots and how I would get unstuck from them. Very similar, in fact, to this podcast. But instead, I shared my experiences in writing. And then eventually that blog turned into a book. And over time, I retired my blog and created this podcast. But I've been having an itch to get back into blogging because, well, first of all, I love it. I love writing. And secondly, which is maybe even more important, is that I learn so much from the process of writing. In other words, sometimes I have a thought and I want to express it. But when I start to write about it, so much more unfolds than I had originally even thought about. And it's just an amazing process. And by the way, this is someone who math and science were her strong subjects in school. I was always like the really poor English student. I was bad at writing and I was bad at comprehensive reading. I mean, the difference between my math and English SAT scores were like basically 400 points apart. And I have no idea if the SATs are even what they were before, but it was basically like I almost aced the math part and basically got like a 50 on the English part. And so the fact that I've come to love to write and I'm incredibly passionate about journaling is kind of miraculous. And this is why anyone who works with me is encouraged to journal as well especially if they say to me, but I'm not a writer. 
I actually even did an entire podcast episode on journaling, which you can hear in episode number 21, because I have a very systematic way of journaling. It's not just random or haphazard. Anyway, so I've been itching to get back into blogging, and yet I don't want to blog the way I used to. As I already mentioned, I blogged about my stuck stories and I modeled how I got unstuck. But this is what I'm doing now on the podcast. And I really don't want to blog that same way anymore. I kind of just want to get back into writing. Like when I wrote articles for the Huffington Post and other such magazines. I just want to express my thoughts and experiences, but not necessarily write about my stuck stories. Now, if you've been to my website, at least, let's say, for the past two years or so, you wouldn't have seen on the menu at the top the word blog because it was removed. But I want to put it back, knowing I plan to get back into the writing. But I got stuck. I got stuck on aversion. What was I averse to? Well, I was kind of averse to having all of those old stuck stories on the blog. I just didn't want them there. I mean, it's not that I didn't want people to read them. Most of those blogs are in my book, so they're totally available. It's just that I didn't want that to be my blog anymore. But what to do? I had like 10 pages of blogs, and on each page it's like 10 blog posts, And the problem is, is if I were to write a new blog post today, at the bottom of the page, it would have a link to the previous or to the latter blog posts, including the old ones, which I just don't want. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, well, Shira, why don't you just start a fresh new page on your website? But the problem is, it just doesn't work like that. At least on my website, which is a WordPress website, The blog page is like innate. It's like a part of the website. And so you can't just start a new page because because it has a system for writing blogs. I can't really explain it. Anyway, I don't know if any of this makes sense to you, but I was stuck on a problem. I had about 100 posts and I wanted to get rid of them. And I felt, actually, in addition to a verse, I felt, I guess, in a very weird way, like a sense of grieving, because I was certain that what I really wanted to do was remove them all and start anew. But I couldn't get myself to do that. It almost felt like murder. And I know that sounds extreme, but that's what I was feeling. And so, as you know, when I feel stuck, I take myself through the unstuck method. S, I took a stop. I actually sat down and listened to one track of my CD, which is 18 minutes long. And if you're not familiar with my CD, stay tuned as I'll be sharing more about that in an upcoming episode. But anyway, I took my stop. T. I told myself that I was stuck on aversion and grief. You. Uncover. I believe I shouldn't delete any of my blog posts, ever. And then I investigated that belief. Is that 100% true, Shira? Should you 
never delete any blog posts ever. And I answered to myself, no, there's no truth to that. (laughs) No one ever said, once you write a blog post, you can't delete it. You can. I also uncovered that it's going to take a heck of a lot of time to go through all of those blog posts to be sure that I don't delete something that I actually want to keep. And I investigated that belief. Do I know it's going to take a lot of time? And I said to myself, I don't know how much time it's going to take, but you have time now. So why don't you just start and see what happens? See, what did I consider? I considered, first of all, not seeing this as a task, but seeing it as a labor of love, something that I could really enjoy the process of. And I did. I considered sometimes you just need to clean everything out in order to get a fresh reset. I considered creating a Word doc to save any of the old posts that I would really want to keep. And I considered everything has its time and place. In other words, the blog served me at a certain time, but now I'm creating something new and there's no problem with that. And it was this consideration that really inspired me to turn on my computer and start going through the old blogs. In a way, it was like going through old letters or old photos or something that you just finally come to realize there's no need to hold on to them anymore. Like they served a purpose at some point, but it's now time to move on. And to be honest, it felt great. It felt nothing like I thought it was going to feel. It felt freeing and it felt clean, like I was cleaning up the back end of my website. It was actually really awesome. When I was all done, I put my hands on my heart and took a deep breath and Kay held myself in self-kindness for having had gotten stuck on aversion and grief. It happens and I'm human. And as soon as the blogs were all deleted, I posted my first five or six new ones. Not that they were actually new writing, but they were articles that had appeared elsewhere first in other magazines, and I just reposted them to my website. By the time this episode airs, my blog page should be up and running, and I invite you to check out any of the articles and leave a comment for me on the website. So, my dear listeners... What about you? Where in your life can you consider that everything has its time and place? And with that, I encourage you to really look into your relationships, your friendships, maybe coach-client relationship, or even a teacher-student relationship, or maybe even where you live or a community that you belong to. Where can you consider that everything has its time and place and that you don't necessarily need to be attached to any of it? And if moving on is something that is happening in one of your relationships or something in your life, whether it's from your side or your volition or the others, where can you consider that that's okay? that that's a part of life. We're not necessarily meant to stay stuck on any of it. 
In fact, it's when we stay stuck that we suffer. I really encourage you to explore that in all different areas in your life. So that is my story for you this week, my friends. If this episode made an impact on you, please share any thoughts or comments with me either on the podcast page of my website or on iTunes. Your feedback is what keeps me inspired. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.